Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to this week's episode of Take It or Leave It. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're back. It's so exciting. It feels like it's been so long. You don't you don't want to small talk you. I'm gonna just do the regular intro. This no, we don't even know what the regular intro would be, do we? Okay. I don't know. You seem disappointed that I went off script. Uh, (laughs) This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything that you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are going to talk about the last, I guess, four weeks because it feels like uh, the holidays ate us alive and then my move ate more of it and your blue toes. Oh, gosh, it has been, it has has been four weeks over here. Yeah. So why don't we, because you and I have hardly spoken. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know anything that's been going on with you. I know that you have, you know, we've talked a little bit about my health stuff, but when I was at your house, we were talking about selling and that whole situation. And then mm-hmm. I got the news from the text that you sent me that it was going down. And then I don't know anything else. I don't. Did you have a house lined up? Did you guys find one quickly after that? Was it a nightmare? Are you mentally well? I think there's something wrong with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, uh, it did end up going under contract and they wanted the closing to move very quickly. So we were on a timeline that was extremely, um, whatever the word is, tight, escalated, elevated, tight, fast. And we were able to thankfully maneuver getting into a new house, which we will be closing on uh, in a week or so. But so where are you? We're in the new house. So the new house was vacant. And they let you slide in a little early. Yeah. Renting basically prior to the close. Okay. Yeah. So it worked out. It lined up well in that respect. But there when you move locally, uh, it, it was a bit harder for me personally just because there was moving that many days in a row like it I think it felt like it was 11 12 days in a row that we were just moving things into this house Oof. and just going back and forth back and forth back and forth and the kids were tired and it was literally every day of winter break was moving items from one house to the other and trying to organize it and unpack it and that was a lot mm. so 
we're all pretty stressed out and frazzled and tired. And this week, at this point, we've hit a little bit of a plateau because life has started up again too, right? So we have to work and take kids to practices and do all of those things. So now there's just piles of like pictures that need to be hung Mm -hmm. and piles of things that have to go places. And we're just kind of at the stage where we'll get to those things when we can get to them. Because like the unpacking has to stop for the moment. Yeah. Totally get it. Uh, 11 days is a long time. Yeah. Like an... And I don't know if it's because we're lazy, but every time we've moved, we just like threw stuff in garbage bags and hauled ass. Like we, but we probably have less, I don't know, dude, because we had a lot of, I don't know, maybe because we are going from smaller, that's probably why it was so easy because we went from a tiny apartment to a tiny house to a bigger house. And then this one where we've accumulated so much crap, like moving out of here, it would probably be 11 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were moving from a bigger house to a smaller house. So I had to do a lot of purging mm. and getting rid of things and organizing. And that was good. Because it's always nice to be able to do that. And purge, you always feel better when you donate things and you Mm. feel like, okay. Uh, So, but it's just a lot, right? And, you know, Dave is fed up with me right now. And everybody is kind of fed up with everybody. And there's a lot of just exhaustion uh, and burnt out and all of that. So we're just trying to... I think not kill each other at this point. Yeah. Now that we're in. Well, I'm glad that you're in and I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's going in the right direction. And this weekend I'm looking forward to going to Gainesville for an indoor track meet to watch the boys pole vault. Ooh, indoor. And they're excited because they leave tomorrow to go up and watch Matias's college team, FIU, will be pole vaulting. So they're going to get to go watch that, which is fun. And uh, I'll just meet them up there on Saturday uh, and watch the boys pole vault. And so that'll be nice, a nice break. It'll be the first time that I'm really leaving the house to go and do something. So that'll be good. Good. I'm glad you need it. I think once you get into a routine, you'll be good. I know you and your routines, and I can't imagine how crazy it must feel up in your brain right now. Yeah. I think the hardest part for me is just, I don't like living with things lying around Mm -hmm. and things not organized and things not in their place. It bothers me because I feel like my brain is always littered with chaos. For sure. And so my surroundings have to be ordered so that I can have balance. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's kind of thrown me into all sorts of disarray is that there isn't balance around me because everything is sort of chaotic. But for the past couple of days, I finally did get out and take the dog for a run. And so that was good for me because like I wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing anything because we were so just strapped for time to get things done. Right. Um, And it's, you know, and that puts me on edge. And so there's just, there's been a lot of bickering and a lot of fighting and a lot of poor communication Mm -hmm. with Dave and I. And I hate when that happens because it just, it it doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel right. And so 
he's angry and frustrated with me and I'm trying, but I know I've been probably worse than I normally am. And, you know, that's hard because he's just annoyed with me. And so he doesn't want to talk to me and he doesn't want to engage and he's still doing the things that he has to do to, to, you know, to help me like set up a podcast. Right. But but like husband things. Right. Like he doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to. Should we call him in here and have a mediation intervention? No, he's getting ready to leave anyway because they have to go drive for pole vault practice. I'll fix it right now. Yeah. No, it's just, it'll pass. It's a lot all at one time. Yeah, it is. I get it. You look like you're on the verge of tears or... I'm fine. Okay. So, yeah. And then this morning I went to get my blood work done, which was why we couldn't do 9 a.m. Because I had to go get my labs done for my hormone panel. Okay. Because once you start taking hormone replacement therapy, they have to monitor you every, every however many weeks to check your levels. So that was what I went and did this morning. And how's that going? Well, I'll find out after my next visit in terms of where what, what the panel is. Do you not get like a login, like notification to check it? I checked that shit in the parking lot, dude. Oh, well, I don't know how many days it takes to get the blood work, but um, it's, you know, I'll get that. And, uh, I have an appointment I want to say on the 23rd. Okay. To, to check up with that. But I definitely feel like I've had physical, um, positive physical improvements from being on the testosterone. Yay. Uh, so that's been good. Like I definitely have more energy. Oh, I definitely feel better. Um, but it has, uh, you know, I don't know what the blood work is going to show and if it, if I have to increase the dose or do whatever. So we'll, you know, I just got to wait and see what they say. Gotcha. Very cool. I mean, I don't know what else you say. Very cool. Very cool. Blood work. Like good. Yeah, cool. I hope it is good. Yeah. I, I just think that it's crazy to have never had testosterone in my body to going to having it in my body and just it it really is it really does feel like what I've been missing for so many years so what are you taking feverishly taking notes about over there everything I want to talk about okay except my pen doesn't work so I just I'm scratching it into the paper all right, well, let's start. Where do you want to start well, on no, your I list? I want to talk about you first and then see if there's anything you have had on your chest. It sounds like you've been trapped in a cage of angry family members and you haven't been able to get out in a while. So now you're finally able to hang out with your friends and escape. So if you want to talk shit, let's do it. No, I don't really want to. I, I definitely... Um, just happy. I'm hoping that we are at the point where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel uh, because that's necessary. You know, I do feel bad for the kids because they all of their time off and away from school was spent moving and packing a house. Yeah. So that was that was tough. But uh, mm. other than that, you know, we're just we're just trying to get back into life. Yeah, it's always, they say that moving, divorce, 
and something else are the top three most stressful things to a person. Like it'll send them out the quickest. I don't remember what the third one, but moving is right up there, dude. It's yeah, yeah. Finances, moving, finances, divorce. I I think are like top three. Yeah, yeah. Um. So today is my last day. I'm speaking it into existence. Uh, Drinking coffee and doing nicotine. Um. I was going to try to wean off of vaping using nicotine lozenges, but my friend, uh, who's basically a doctor on certain (laughs) parts of the water, said, no, bitch, you need to quit cold turkey. Like, your shit is not good. You need to quit cold turkey. And I was like, that's a wild statement to say to somebody who's been addicted to nicotine for 20 years. And... Uh, the person was very empathetic and understood, but was like, it's your health and you need to stick around for those kids. And I was like, okay, so if you see me sneaking ahead of a vape or sipping coffee, just know that there's a good chance that it's the last time I do that for a while, at least until I figure out what the F is going on with me. Can, can I ask why you're stopping coffee alongside of the nicotine? Yeah, I just decided that today uh, because I really like I I thought that I was dying last night. What uh, happened last night? I I truthfully thought I was dying. And um, so lately, uh, my health anxiety and OCD has been on a rampage like it's it's really bad. So for me, uh, my the way my OCD manifests itself is if something is wrong with me physically, I obsess about it. And I obsessively research and I obsessively take photos and I compare the photos. And every time I try to close my eyes, um, the thoughts of my body and the way things are moving in them just plays over and over in my head. And so I've had this health stuff going on, which I'll explain. But last night, Meredith and everyone else, I was in tears and I said, I prayed, um, which I, I don't do as often as I should probably, at least when things are good, I don't, but when I'm scared that I'm going to die, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. I, I hope you're ready. You have to go to practice. Oh Lord. Okay. I don't know. Thank you, bud. But we're podcasting. Sorry. No, that's okay. Wait, is it somebody's birthday or was that another day? I saw three pictures of Brian. I was like, oh, I wonder if it's his birthday. And then I, Mm-mm. okay. <clears throat> I know when their birthdays are stupid. I was kidding. <laughs> so anyway, just to catch everybody up and then explain why I thought I was dying. I'm not going to like bore everyone. I'm going to make it super fast and exciting. I was laying in bed. And I was like, holy shit, my toes are numb. That's so weird. Like, they're numb. They must be cold. So I put the blanket over them, and they weren't warming up. I went in the bathroom, sat on the toilet, looked down at my toes, and some were purple, some were white as a piece of paper, and some were like a gray-black. Gray, and I was like, what the F? That's not good. It looks like circulation's not getting to some of those toes. That's wild. Went to bed. 
uh, woke up the next day and it was worse. And then I noticed it was happening on the entire length of my leg and, and my knees. And so what happens is if I'm laying flat and my legs are up, all of the blood drains out of them and they become white, numb, and very cold. And if my feet are flat on the ground, they become dark, muddled, purple. My toenails become the toenails on the left foot become almost like a gray, black, blue. So I I went to the hospital. They admitted me. They did a bunch of tests to rule out stuff. There was no conclusive uh, diagnosis. They said to follow up with a rheumatologist. That's not till May, but they had an opening in March. So I'm going in March. In the meantime, shit is getting weird, dude. So then the next day I'm laying in bed and my legs start the muscles in my legs start spasming. And this is strange because I haven't worked out because I've been too scared to work out because I feel like my heart is going to explode at any second. Even just walking down the stairs, I feel like my heart's going to explode. So I'm too scared to work out until I get some kind of stress test. So I'm laying in bed, muscles start jumping. So weird, but it's the entire length of my leg. So thigh, calf, buttocks, and then I'm like, this is nuts. It's like a fireworks show all over my legs all night long, Meredith. It wasn't going away. It was so sporadic and strange. So I panicked and posted on Instagram. And I was like, am I dying? People are like, you're good. Chill. Call the doctor tomorrow. Uh, the next day I woke up and the spasms were still there, except they spread to my stomach and my arms. And ever since then, Meredith and everyone else, for no reason, every muscle on my body is constantly spasming. Last night, it was the bottoms of my effing feet, dude. The muscles in the bottoms of my feet are like this. And Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was laying in bed last night. My heart was pounding so fast. I put my watch on because someone suggested it would give me peace of mind. You know how I am, girl. You remember? Yeah, spasming on the bottom of my feet. and um. My heart was pounding out of my chest. My eyes felt like they were popping out of my effing head. And um, I was like, I think I'm actually, like, I think I'm dying. And so I prayed and I, like, that's how for sure I was. And I was like, if if you let me live a little bit longer, because I feel like my work here on earth isn't done yet. Of course, it's not up to me. But I was like, if you let me keep living, I promise I will start taking care of my body. 
I've been treating it like garbage. I've been drinking caffeine and vaping and I can't, I'm just going to say this. I haven't said this to anybody and I was actually going to talk to Sierra about it today. I can't fucking eat, dude. Like I can't eat food. I've lost my appetite completely and I feel so weak and I have lost so much weight um, from not being able to eat. I've had some bowel issues and I'm also on my period. So this might be like why I thought I was dying and why it feels like the world is ending. But I, I said, if you let me live, I will stop vaping. I will stop doing caffeine. I will stop doing all the shit that's bad for my body. And I will just like treasure it, dude. And I know I say a bunch of shit when I'm desperate, but I feel like I made a deal and I kind of have to stay, stick to my end of the deal because I lived, but I think something is truly seriously wrong and I'm afraid. And, uh, you know what? I didn't tell the doctors, which I thought last night, my mom, and she'll, she would kill me if she knew I was saying this, but my mom had varicose veins, uh, horrific ones. Uh, really bad all down the lengths of her legs. And the doctors were always asking, you know, do, does your family have a history of heart shit, of vein artery shit? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't think so. They're all gone. I can't, you know, I don't know. But I was thinking about it last night. What are the chances if my mom had a vein disorder of some kind that I also am prone to having that? So that's something that I need to explore. But until I can get into a doctor and get some answers, I'm going to do whatever the hell I can to make sure that I'm doing my best to not make it worse. Yeah, I mean, the vein thing for sure is probably hereditary, right? Because circulatory issues are, heart issues are, I mean, a lot of, unfortunately, that genetic DNA makeup that we have is hereditary. Yeah. So I want to go ahead. Sorry. And then I'm going to do a uh, podcast exclusive Mm. because I... I'm so unbelievably self-conscious about my feet. I would never show anybody. Um, but because we're on a podcast and it's a little grainy and I feel like it's not as in your face, I would love to show a couple of photos. You've seen the photos, Meredith. What are your thoughts? My thought is that you definitely have a, a circulation problem. And after doing just a small bit of research and speaking with a friend of mine who's a physician and kind of giving him just some background because he knows you and I gave him some more information to kind of go over the consensus with him based on the report that you had, you know, sent to me was, yeah, you, you take in way too much nicotine and I didn't even mention your Red Bull addiction or the coffee to him. Well, let's not call it an addiction. I could quit Red Bull if I wanted to, Meredith. Um, Anyway, when you when you hammer a Red Bull, 
It's like a sexual experience. It's, Let's just be honest. For who? For you. It sounds like for you because I've never felt sexual. But if me drinking it turns you on, like <laughs> there's no shame. I meant the gratification that you get from said Red Bull. No, it's definitely like a drug. If I think back to when we were touring, the yeah. one thing I had on the rider was a Red Bull. Um, and if I didn't have it in the dressing room, I'm like, I can't perform. Yeah. How am I expected or to perform without my gargo juice? Yeah. Or your super coffees or whatever caffeine that you are. So I think the addictions <sighs> together, the caffeine and the nicotine, they're just a really, it's a perfect storm for potential heart issues, circulation issues, but you, um, those you, types of things. You could also see why... Though, I think you're just trying to ruin my life. Yeah, of course. Because it's 100%. not a coincidence that you and my mother-in-law both are like, it's the vape. It's like, well, if you wouldn't play so many video games, that's like what it reminds me of. Like, oh, your legs are falling off. It's that damn vape. Yeah, no. What I was saying was the vape, it's the chemicals in that vape that specifically do those things. I mean, it's not like it's brand new news that nicotine causes heart disease, lung disease. And I thought tobacco did, not nicotine. And I thought I was doing the right thing. I'm not being funny either. I truly okay. thought it was a safe fur. Like I've heard of popcorn lung. I've heard of, you know, teens ending up in the hospital because of vaping or whatever. I know that it's so new. We don't know the long-term effects, but I truly in my effed up head mm -hmm. thought, thought it was so much better because there wasn't tobacco. And then the bitch at the hospital was like, vaping's actually worse than cigarettes. And I was like, I doubt that, ma'am. And she's like, it really is. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I feel like cigarettes have so many carcinogens and shit in them and the vapes don't. And that's why vapes exist. And she's like, and what's in a vape? And I was like, vaporizers, vape, vapor, vape, vaporizer is in it, water and flavor and whatever. Anyway, I don't know if that is causing it, but it's certainly not helping. So I'm going to. I'm going to I'm going to friggin stop because I have never been more afraid health wise. Like, let me show you guys a picture. Just everybody right, who's let's here. See him. Brace yourselves. Yeah. Trigger warning. The photo. I don't know if it's going to be on your right or your left, but the foot that's obviously lighter is the what it looks like when I'm laying down. All the blood drains out of it and they they couldn't find a pulse in my foot. Four doctors, well, two PAs and two doctors couldn't find a pulse. And then the fifth person finally did. And then the picture on the right is what happens when my foot is on the ground. It hasn't been photoshopped or, or anything like that. And again, my feet are hideous before this. So just keep that in mind that it's they're just hideous in general. Um, but yeah, there's another side by side photo also. But here's the what was so weird to me is. Um, I don't know if you could see here. This was my first sign that something was wrong. See how some of the toes are white? Oh, God, they're so ugly. 
Oh, I made this video in the middle of the night last night. Again, really gross, but I felt like my toe was falling off, right? My, just my big toe on my right foot. It felt like it was freaking falling off. And so I got my flashlight out and I tried to look at it and it was whiter than the rest of the foot. And then I went in the bathroom and look how quickly, as soon as I sit down on the toilet, it goes white toe. And then like I pan around because I want to get a full view. And by the time I come back, it's fine because I'm sitting on the toilet and now it's going to start turning black. Anyway, I'm going to show you one more photo and then we'll be done. Um, yeah, so the photo on the left was my foot in the morning and then the photo on the right was when I got to the hospital. Yeah, I mean it I mean I I have the pictures. So I have seen Yeah. They do look like a cadaver's feet. So it's not pretty in the sense of you can tell that the circulation is not it's not flowing properly. Mm-mm. It's so um, nasty. And like right now this foot, because of how I'm sitting, my toes are gray. My toenails are gray. And the other foot is completely white. And it goes all the way up to my freaking knees. I don't know. Did they do a full CBC panel and, uh, like, check your minerals, like your potassium, your magnesium, your sodium? I think so. Because that would be interesting to see because when you do have, when your electrolytes are off and you're not balanced, you can technically, okay, so do you know the whole um, like hazing thing where they were having kids drink like gallons and gallons of water as part of like a hazing thing? Uh, Yes. So you can die from that. And the reason that you can die from that is because you can actually overhydrate your body, wash out your electrolytes and have a heart attack. You can actually. So when your when your vitamins, your minerals, the things that your body needs to be in balance are out of whack, you can have some really weird, um, like feelings. Like if you have low um vitamin B, B twelve, B six, B whatever, you can actually feel like electrocution shocks running through your body. Really. Yeah. When your when your levels are so low. And muscle cramps for low magnesium. Um, Most of the population is vitamin D deficient. Uh, So I've been doing a lot of research lately about vitamins, minerals, and those types of different things. Because as we age, we also have an issue with not only them being very depleted in our systems, but not being able to eat enough of the right food in order for them to be just replaced by your diet. Okay. So I, and you know me, I love supplements. I take so many different supplements, so many different vitamins, so many different things. So I've been, I've been really looking at the various ways that we can get all of the things that we need into our bodies, not counting exercise and food, Right. Like, let's yeah. say we have the proper amount of exercise and the proper diet. We still need so many different types of supplements each day in order to remain balanced and healthy, mm-hmm. especially as we age. Yeah, that sounds right. So if I if I were giving you advice, I would have you on a slew of different uh, an appropriate diet, a slew of different supplements, 
I would have you go to a doctor who tests for all of the vitamins and minerals that we need and check to make sure that they're in balance. Um, because you do need to know if you have the appropriate amount of potassium and magnesium and sodium and, and all of those things, because you can have some very unsettling side effects when you're out of whack. Yeah. I, there's been so many suggestions and things that it could be. I'm going to start with the shit that I can't control, which is what I'm shoving in my face and what I'm doing, putting in my body. There's, I've been talking to this doctor who specializes in something called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I think that's how you say it. Um, And she reached out to me and sent me a test and was like, can you, it's a test of like moving your body in certain positions. And I was like, I don't think I have this. My skin isn't super flat. Like I, I, I thought it was a thing where your skin was stretchy, whatever. I took the test and apparently I got six out of nine of the things that could test if you're hypermobile, um, six out of nine of them. So like, remember when I was like putting my foot behind my head or whatever, and I guess like being able to touch your thumb to your forearm, having loose joints and shit. And so like, we're trying to rule that out as something would the vitamin, uh, thingy be under a comprehensive metabolic panel or a lipid panel? Well, no, your lipids are going to be your, your good, your bad cholesterol, your total cholesterol, your triglycerides. That's going to be your lipid panel. But you, like I've had separate testing done for my vitamins and minerals and they were literally ordered like under. Yeah. I got it here. I got it. Potassium normal. Um, Calcium normal. Chloride is a little high, I guess. Carbon dioxide is normal. I don't know what else. Everything's normal. Did they check your magnesium? Magnesium? Your your B vitamins, your D vitamins. My bilirubins. Alkaline phosphates. Mm-hmm. No, not on that test. Yeah. See, I I think you need to go in for something that's extremely comprehensive, and that might be with like a functional medicine practitioner. Yes. That's where I'm going, dude. Okay. Because I got this blood work done or whatever, but on on Saturday, I'm going to have this heart test done um, in the parking lot of some church. I paid for it online. I'm really hoping it's not a scam. Or like a place you show up and get murdered, but um, I'm sorry. What? I need you to back up. Mm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. You did what? I signed up for a heart test. In a church parking lot? Well, I don't, I thought it was a parking lot because I thought it was a parking lot because 
I I didn't know if it was going to be inside or not, but it's at a church. Like they do it at different locations. It's called a lifeline screening. Why are you doing that thing? I'm really getting a little bit. Do I need to look into this before you go there on Saturday? Because Sierra is the one who suggested it. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable putting my card in. This seems really sketchy. She's like, it's legit. And I highly recommend you do it. So I was like, okay, but it is at a church. Uh, but basically what they do is they test you for, uh, stroke artery plaque buildup, peripheral artery disease screening, abdominal aortic aneurysm screening and atrial fibrillation screening. And I'm like, what the hell? Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? Because I need answers. Okay. Did you look into functional medicine physicians yet that are in your area? Yeah. There's a doctor who has come highly recommended who I just looked up last night, but have not called yet. I do have a, so I, I called my primary care person to talk to them about this. And they're like, you, I was like, can I make an appointment to see my doctor? They're like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, why? And they're like, because it looks like your account is in collections. And I was like, wrong number. And just hung up. Uh, I don't know. Who the fuck? Who knows? I don't understand how insurance works. I've never once paid anything. Well, you have to pay your co-pays. Yeah, I pay at the office. But like then they like you still owe things somehow or something. And then they like send you something after. And you're supposed to like, I don't know. I get I don't know. Pay it. Yeah. When they send a bill, you're supposed to pay it. Yeah. I don't understand. So I just don't. Um, so anyway, I got a new primary care doc lined up. I got an appointment oh with a rheumatologist. Um, I have black toes, Meredith. I can't really worry about bills right now. Cause right. No, I mean, I get it. Um, I did. I did. I paid medical bills all, all morning before this podcast at 1130. I sat down and I paid bills until one o'clock and six of them were in collections because they had gotten piled up and Dave has been so busy. And I said to him, if you need help, I need you to tell me that there are things that that you need me to take off of your list because we're going into collections for a $65 medical bill. Like we have to pay these things. So I spent all morning doing that. Congratulations. So I understand what you're, what you're saying. Um, and I get that. Um, and your health is first. So I'm glad you're lining up some doctor's visits and appointments. Well, apparently my insurance like ran out or something in December and Drew texted and was like, Hey, uh, did you re-sign up for insurance yet? And I was like, I don't know what you're saying, dude. And uh, he's like, you're you're you don't have insurance right now. You and the kids are just free balling it. And I was like, so it just ends. And then so he had to he didn't have to, but he offered to set me up with new insurance. So he called the guy and set it all up and uh, asked the guy all the weird questions and then aunt sent me some shit and I was like, yeah, that looks good. And then um, all I had to do was like confirm that that's what I wanted. And so I think like we got new insurance. I don't really know much about it. Uh, but I know that when I showed up to the ER, I didn't have insurance. 
and I paid out of pocket $150 fee. And then by the time I got sent to the second hospital via ambulance, my insurance was approved and came through. Yeah. Well, though, they probably, they, so that's good because what probably happened was whenever you got signed up, they dated it back to January 1. Yeah. You know, so you'll have coverage for those things, which is good. The hospital gives a 92% discount if you're uninsured. I was right. like, why would I even give you my insurance card when I get it? Like, this is, I love a good deal. What's up? Yeah. Well, because remember, insurance is for catastrophic. So. Mine? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even care. I mean, I care. Whatever. I don't. I just want. Meredith, my toenails are all gray. I Look, I'm concerned about you. That is why I am telling you that I do think a large majority is dealing with this nicotine issue. I think that vaping came on the scene very quickly. We don't know much about it. Long-term consequences of it are, aren't going to really be available for the next 10, 15, 20 years because this is something that is new that people are doing. Even though you vaping is um, sold as a safer yeah. uh, solution to smoking cigarettes, it, it really isn't because you're still ingesting the mm. nicotine, which is the addictive chemical that's going in and it's building plaque in arteries. It's slowing down circulation. It causes um, peripheral va- vascular disease. It causes heart disease. It causes lung damage. And... Um, you know, I know people love to, you know, poo-poo it when they hear bad, bad news about something that they enjoy doing. And I get that. I really do. Hmm. But when you look at all of the chemicals that are in, um, whether it be a cigarette or inside of the vape, you're going to have, it's going to cause an issue medically. Yeah, for and, sure. For sure. And And you've been doing this. When did you switch from cigarettes to vape? Uh, after uh, the kids were born, I was dipping Copenhagen, smoking cigarettes, dipping Copenhagen, doing nicotine lozenges, vaping, like other than like when I was in jail and when I was having babies. I, those are the only times that I haven't had nicotine. And even when I was having babies in the beginning, I didn't know. And I had nicotine and whatever. Uh, so, so yeah, of course it's not good and it's going to be really hard and shitty on top of everything else that I'm going, not going through, dude, I'm good. I'm okay. I just... I got to find healthier coping mechanisms and it's, it's been really dark the past few days and I, I just lay, I don't sleep anymore because I just obsess and overthink, but you know, I, the doctors didn't tell me, I saw some shit on my lab work. Cause you know how I study that in the parking lot, the doctors didn't tell me anything. And this is concerning. It says the bladder is under distended. There is bladder wall thickening recommend correlation with urinalysis. Don't know what that means, but we never did that. And then it said, frickin' liver is enlarged. Liver is low atten- 
situation, which can be seen stateosis, no focal mass. What does that mean? Because it doesn't sound good. What does enlarged liver with low attenuation, which can be seen statosis mean? I haven't Googled it yet, but I know you're, but I'm saying, should I be concerned about my liver and my bladder? Why wouldn't they have mentioned it? Well, you, didn't your doctor before tell you that you were going towards fatty liver disease? Well, did not in those words. What did they say? You have a fatty liver. (laughs) They didn't say the D word. That's what it, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what an enlarged liver that has. Well, when you have a fatty liver, it becomes enlarged. It's an accumulation of um, fat in the liver cells. It's typically reversible with lifestyle changes. The cause of it is obesity, poor diet, insulin resistance, excessive alcohol consumption. Wait, so, wh- what? The the what of it? Fatty liver is characterized by fat accumulation in the liver cells. Keep going. It can be reversed. It is reversible with lifestyle changes. Like Alcohol like, consumption? No, like reducing and stopping alcohol consumption, obviously smoking, vaping, poor diet, obesity, <sighs> insulin resistance. So it's just too much. Lifestyle changes of diet, exercise, and quitting bad habits like, well, obviously you don't drink, but vaping. Fine. People who have fatty liver disease generally have feelings of being tired and unwell. Pain in the upper right part of their abdomen. No. I didn't start having pain until actually yesterday when I was laying in bed when I thought I was dying. Right. But remember your whole stomach debacle where you ended up in the ER because you had the distended stomach? Yeah. Yeah. Something's off, dude. Nausea, loss of appetite, unexplained weight loss is also symptoms of fatty liver disease. Yeah, but if that were like the reason for my legs and shit, they would have been No, like, I don't think that's the reason for your legs. So it's too I'm separate. Saying, I'm saying over the course of the last couple of years, there have apart. been a slew of different things that have been happening. And I think that you have various things going on that need attention mostly me you know i'm saying like Mm. in i need attention i think is the problem well and i do think that stress and anxiety cause physical symptoms yeah people are saying that too and you know for some reason it pisses me off even though i know it's true like absolutely when people say it, anxiety, it's it's probably anxiety. It pisses me off because it's like I feel like they're saying like, "Hey, well, don't be so stressed, and it'll go away." Even though that's not what they're saying, that's what I hear, and right. it, it also makes me feel like I'm somebody saying like it's in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think though anxiety can make your toes turn purple. Like I feel like when I'm saying that there could be physical signs and symptoms of anxiety, I'm talking about stomach aches, headaches, fatigue, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not talking about. But um, there are people. 
who are saying that this shit is happening and I'm losing circulation because of anxiety and it pisses me off. You didn't piss me off. You could say whatever you want. It won't piss me off. But anyway, so, so yeah, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Uh, cause it's so like, I'm not painting my nails. I took my fake nails off and everything just so I can keep an eye on it. Cause it's so weird. Well, yeah, I think that's a good idea too, because you want to be able to check circulation easily. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think functional medicine, it would be a really good place for you to start. Mm-hmm. I think getting a good solid, because a lot of the things that are, have been off with me or going wrong with me, I have just had to go around and demand physicians listen and give me the testing that I ask for because they're not, they're telling me that they're like, you know, well, you're anxious and you're depressed. Well, Mm -hmm. sure. But I also have, you know, real physical ailments here. And then getting that full panel, that full hormone panel done and proving that I don't have enough progesterone and I don't make any testosterone and that, you know, I'm, out of balance, having that proof did make me feel better. And then actually adding those in as hormone replacement, I have felt much better. I'm so happy for you, dude. So I think the problem is a lot of times we go to these doctors and they don't listen and they don't listen and they don't listen. And we start to feel crazy mm. and we don't get the answers that we need because it's so hard to self-advocate It's not, and true. you end up in a bad way. But I do think that you, you know, you have to really see somebody who's going to look at you holistically. Yeah. So uh, my friend Flip has like a Chinese medicine doctor named Dr. House who looked at his tongue and like cured him of some crazy shit that he had been experiencing. So I was thinking of going to Dr. House. Yeah, I don't, I I mean, I think that you just, you do need to get some, some panel blood work done though, to really see what's going on on the inside. I feel like they would have done that. Well, if you have, if you're making an appointment with a rheumatologist, they're going to check everything. Yeah, eventually. So whenever I get in. But yeah, so it'll be fine. I just, it's really been like affecting my attitude. I've had like a really negative attitude because I'm, it's all I think about. That's understandable. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I get that. That's completely understandable. A hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of it. I'm not going to give up. Obviously, it's going to consume my thoughts until I lose my mind. I have to take Chloe to the hospital to get blood drawn today after I pick her up in like an hour. Is she okay? She's okay. But we went to her checkup Mm -hmm. and the doctor pulled me aside and was like, Anytime a child's, oh, I shouldn't say this on the podcast. I don't want to embarrass her. Um, she's over average in certain categories. So we have to get blood drawn to make sure that nothing more is going on or causing it. Mm, 
okay. um, as far as height and weight. Got it. Just like her mama, poor baby. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think that you're feeling probably extremely overwhelmed because there's all of these different things going on at once. So I would just try to dial in and focus on on the things that you can and take ownership of those, right? Like, you know, get yourself some good food to put in your body. Yeah. If if that means that you have to um, get a meal service or yep. have meals sent in where it's just good proteins and greens and vegetables, then do that for a while and um, start moving your body yep. slowly, whether it's just walking you know, 30 minutes a day, something so that you can promote circulation so yeah. that you can promote some health and well-being. I know you're saying you're not hungry right now. So then even like protein shakes um, or anything like that, that's going to give you some vitamins, minerals, electrolytes, things that you need. I That's great advice. And I'm definitely going to do it. I know it needs to happen. I've never lost my appetite. No sickness in the world. I mean, apart from Obviously having some kind of like vomiting bug, but I've never lost my appetite. <laughs> and so mm. I'm like, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Like I nothing even sounds good to me except coffee. I could drink coffee. So maybe like I have protein shakes. I brought I bought juices like greens, juice, beet juice, turmeric and ginger. But that's it. Just those three bottles. And then after that, I'm back to square one. So I definitely have to stock. But I'm telling you, after today, everything's different, dude. I can't keep doing this. I can't. I can't do this. I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating. I'm just like stressing. Well, I think maybe this maybe the appetite is the stressing the amount of stressing that you've been doing. Yeah. So I think if you try to just reintroduce maybe some of these juices, some protein shakes, do your greens, get your athletic greens, um, and try to kind of flush the system because you, you're going to do like a reboot. (sighs) You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous dude to quit nicotine. I'm nervous. I've never quit. use, Use your white flag app. Use us, use me. You know, use what you have at your disposal. And I mean, I don't, I don't really have advice to give you because I haven't had to quit something like this before, but yeah. And I, you know, just think about the positives that are going to come as a result of getting rid of this negative. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. I mean, I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Like I've quit harder shit. Oh yeah. That's what I was saying to you when we were texting. Like you've done such big things. I know this is a massive one, Mm -hmm. but in the scheme of the big things you've done, it's a pebble. Mm -hmm. That's You've climbed mountains, right? Mm. I mean, you've done Everest. Yeah. So I know you can. I love you and I appreciate that so much. Thank you for saying that. Are you going to take a nap? No, it's it's going to be time to um pick up Sophia soon to head to um horseback. <laughs> so, I'm going to do some cleaning up. I I started some laundry and some dishes and stuff and then I'm going to load the car up to go get her and uh take her out to horseback and then come home and make dinner. Love it. We've got lots Ugh. of alien stuff going on that we could talk about next week. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, also, Jebba was just at somewhere. I don't remember. Well, she was she was in Scotland. But I mean, when she flew back into town, I think they were in maybe they stopped in New York. Um, But she said, tell Tiffany that we had a waiter who was a massive conspiracy theorist and spent all night dinner at our table talking to us about JFK assassination theories. And then I told the waiter about how pigeons are robots, and now he's a believer in that, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Was he single? She sent me me a specific text to let let you know that she got another pigeon robot follower for you. I love it. Did she get his number? I and I don't know about that. Mm, so rude, um, Jebba. Yeah, but anyway, I I laughed out loud when I saw the picture. She actually had her daughter Sophia take a picture with the waiter, and she's like, "This is the guy. He's <laughs> he believes pigeons are are robots now." And I was like, "Well, that's great. That's so funny." So I laughed out loud. But yeah, I know there has been a lot of alien stuff going on. We'll have to save some stuff for next week, but we should bring some conspiracy theories on. I don't think um, we can even call them that anymore because people get pissed. People get mad. When... How about just theories? Alternate ideas. What ifs? What ifs? Yeah, Dude, some what ifs. I love what ifs. I would love to do a what if episode. Yeah, let's what if it up. All right. So thank you guys for being here for a quite disheveled episode of Take It or Leave It. I am one of your hosts, Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. You can download this podcast on Google Play and stuff, Apple's, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Caspian Podbox, and all the other places. Amen. A- <laughs> um, well, we love you. And we'll, uh, I don't remember. We'll see you next time for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have have no no idea idea what what we're we're doing. doing. We'll see you next time, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.